Better Trash episode 238. Wrong! My name is Eric. I am Jason. <laughs> Wrong. Wrong. That's a fun word to say. It is. And yeah. uh, it's fun to say it to uh, two people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some people need need to be told you know, that they're wrong. That they're wrong. Yeah. Or that what they're doing is wrong. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I can think of several examples between you and I just uh, in the past weekend. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, how's it going? It's pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. Not too bad. Too bad. A little sleepy. Why are you sleepy? Um, I don't know, because I had Bark's uh, caffeinated root beer. Right, right. But, uh... I've been I've been uh, conditioning myself to get up earlier, uh-huh. and so like I won't let myself sleep past eight thirty, uh-huh. uh, which is still late compared to when I'm gonna have to start getting up. Right, but uh, usually I sleep till like nine thirty. Uh-huh. So I'm slowly working my way, and uh, you know maybe that's part of it. Uh, okay, all right. Um, and no naps. I haven't had any naps. Yeah. In weeks. Right. So I'm cranky. <laughs> well, that's just normal. Yeah. Uh, so as someone who, for the last seven years, has worked a job in which I have to get up uh, anywhere between 5 and 5.30 mm-hmm. in order to make it to work on time, uh, I'm going to tell you that uh, you never get used to it. Never? Never. Oh, I will. I will. I just have to condition myself. Every day, seven years. Never get used to it. Well, maybe in like eight years I'll get used to it. <laughs> well, I wish you luck. Yeah, I'm building, I'm building. <laughs> uh, for the first time, listener, uh, what are you doing here? Here? Where? What? For the first time, listener, what are they doing? What? Why is this the first episode they're listening oh, oh, to? Oh, oh, yeah. I thought you were asking me what I'm doing here. No. I was like, you're inviting me over. No. <laughs> yeah, what, what, are you, what are you doing? Yeah. Why, why start here? Go back to the beginning. Yeah, seriously. There's a big story developing from episode one yeah. through here for the past <laughs> 238 weeks. We are sort of the service of podcasts. <laughs> Except for we don't hate women. Right. But the very last episode will end in our deaths. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and we're <laughs> almost to 300, I think that would be perfect. <laughs> uh, for the record, Dave Sun doesn't hate women, he just doesn't acknowledge that they exist. Right, yeah. There's a subtle difference. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or he acknowledges they exist, but not as uh, equals of the, on the human life form. Right, right, yeah, you know? yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, so wrong, wrong. 
<laughs> Let's talk about this film. It's a film. Yeah, it is. By a guy whose name I butcher every time I try to say it. Uh, QD. We'll call him QD. QD. Quentin something or other. Quentin D. Depew. 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 Yeah. Depew. Depardieu. Then Frenchies are all the same. <laughs> we'll say QD. Well, just call him Quentin. Quentin. Mr. Yeah. Mr. yeah. Mr. D. Mr. D is like good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this is, uh, I believe, his second film ever. It's definitely the second one we've seen. It's definitely the second one we've seen. I'm actually going to have to look this up now because I'm super curious. Because we, uh, several uh, months ago, in this very room, I believe. I believe it was about uh, two years ago or so. We, yeah, we watched Maybe a year. Rubber. Yeah. And that was, we watched it here. We did watch it here. That was weird. Yep. Because we're not at home. No, we are not. We are uh, in my parents' house, so that is uh, why the audio may sound different to you. Okay, he's done a couple of things, probably shorts, I guess. But I think he really sort of, you know, made his mark with uh, Rubber. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the film about the tire that kills people. Right, yeah. Spoiler. Uh, he's got uh, some other stuff coming out called Wrong Cops. Really? Yeah. Well, that's cool, because the cops in the movie Wrong were awesome. Yeah. So maybe it's about them. It, it, it is the exact same guy. It's a short. Uh, and it also has Marilyn Manson. Oh, really? Yep. That's weird. And then, what else? Uh, well, that was Wrong Cops, Chapter 1. <laughs> and, uh... No, yeah, then he's got another... Uh, it's a full movie called uh, Wrong Cops. Really? Yeah. Uh, with uh, the guy from... Uh, who? The cop from uh, this movie. And, uh... Marilyn see. Manson. Marilyn Manson. Uh, and a lot of the same people that were in this movie otherwise. It's a sequel. That's <laughs> a... Yeah, maybe. And a prequel. Uh, and Ray Wise is in it. Wow. You, you know who Ray Wise is? Okay. Yeah, right. He's cool. Unfortunately, Eric Wareheim is also in it. Don't, don't know who that is. Uh, Tim and Eric. Tim and Eric? Oh, yeah. That guy. Yeah. yeah. And so I am uh, already <laughs> done with that movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. I mean, everybody's capable of doing one good thing. Maybe. Maybe he's like, hey, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make a different path for myself. <laughs> oh, so this movie wrong, wrong. So yeah, it was uh, yeah uh, two years ago or so. We uh, we watched Rubber uh, right in this very house and uh, recorded it. Uh, it was right around this time, July of whatever. And uh, so now we're watching uh, another one of his movies here in this house, my yeah. parents' house. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. For some reason, we've decided to choose this place as to watch his movies. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, I, I liked Rubber. I, I liked know. Rubber a lot. Yeah, it was, uh, that was cool. Uh, so, yeah, I was kind of, you know, looking forward to seeing what else he was going to do. Right. Yeah. yeah. And we just did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did. Um, <laughs> Should we talk about what this is about? Uh, uh, we could. 
except that I haven't exactly figured it out. It's about a it's about a man who uh, loves his dog. Yeah, lives alone. He's kind of like John Arbuckle from Garfield, sort of. Uh, a little bit. It's a little weird. He's a little weird. He's a little sad. Yeah. Uh, he's got a dog that he likes. Lives by himself. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then, uh, towards the beginning of the film, his dog goes missing. Yeah. Well, I would say, uh, even before the movie starts, his dog is missing. <laughs> oh, yeah, but he doesn't know this. Right, yeah. But it starts with the realization for him that right. the dog is missing. And it just kind of goes from there. It, yeah, but... But when you say that, it implies that uh, there is a plot that is built off of that, <laughs> and that uh, eventually oh. leads to a resolution and a climax and all that. Uh, and it it kind of does. It does, but it meanders. Well, and therein lies the beauty that is this movie. Exactly. This movie's great. It was better than Rubber. I thought. Oh yeah, I think so too. <laughs> Awesome. I was I was curious if you were gonna dig it. Man, yeah, it is uh, fucking hilarious yeah. and surreal. It's it's like as surreal as I've ever seen a movie. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I've seen. I mean, I've seen uh, the, the that uh, short film that uh, Salvador Dali directed. Yeah, it's a it's like that. It's like that, but good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because even the Dolly film was kind of funny. Like it was not meant to be serious. It was, yeah. it was goofy. Oh, like he was like being, he was doing weird, funny things. In it. Yeah, right. But uh, see, the thing, the thing for me is that that movie is just purely pretentious bullshit. Yeah. Oh yeah. And this movie is always on the cusp of that. Yeah. But somehow, it, it, despite everything in this movie. Does not actually ever go over that edge, right? Yeah, I think it's because you can tell everybody, like the director, who I guess is also the writer, right? Yeah, like he just had a lot of fun and just made this weird world, and it pokes fun at a lot of just you know your regular movie uh, scenarios, you know, like, right? Like uh, like the ridiculous reasons that two people would start fucking in a movie. You know, like it totally, <laughs> totally pokes fun at that. Like how, how like in, in the world of Hollywood, how they, how they write scenes that would like build into uh, a sex scene. Right. Like this movie just totally, <laughs> totally goes with that. Uh, yeah, the love, yeah, the love interest in this movie is amazing. <laughs> Too much about this movie that isn't though. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, because it is it is just weird, but it's also just hilarious, and like you know that's just like just written to be funny, oh, yeah. and funny because it's weird, not just weird for weird sake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like the weirdness just comes into. Uh, to be fun. It doesn't... It's, right. not, it's not like they're just like, how weird can I make this movie? It's like... Yeah, I mean, it's... Like, there was a couple of times where I was like... Like, uh, Dolph goes to work, and there's a scene where he walks in his work, and I don't know if we should spoil, like, what happens at his work, but... Oh, yeah, that is... It's so crazy, and right. like, Monty Python-esque, you know? Like, uh... 
like it's played so serious and deadpan. Right. But something fucking bizarre is just going on at his work. And, like, at first I was like, this is just maybe going to be a little too much. But, no, it's perfect. Like, like they don't overdo it, really. Yeah. Uh, there are a couple scenes, I think, that are, are uh, you know, they do, you know, it does get a little uh, pretentious-y. You know, and I think The Office is one of those for sure. Um, but you're kind of right in the fact that, like, in, initially at least they don't overdo it. Right. And then sort of, like, when they keep going back to it, like, like at that point it just becomes, this is so ridiculous that it's funny because of that. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, then, I don't want to spoil it. It's like hard to talk about it without spoiling it. I think this entire movie is kind of hard to yeah, talk about. Yeah, we can spoil some stuff. Okay, okay. When he goes to his work, he walks in and and like there's just rain pouring from the ceiling, which it's not raining outside, and there is a ceiling. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like there's a hole in the ceiling and there's rain outside. No, neither one of those things are factors. Yeah. And and it's and then like he walks in and you know it's not like he even. Blinks or looks around like what? Like no, yeah. business as usual. That's just what happens there. It's just yeah. always raining inside of their right. inside of their office. And that actually kind of reminded me of uh, Joe versus the volcano. Have you seen that? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's not raining in Tom Hanks's office, but the tone of that work environment just reminded me a lot of the Joe versus the volcano, which is another great surreal movie, but not quite as surreal as as wrong. Right. No wrong. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, there's another scene towards the end that I thought was uh, a little bit much. Uh, Which one? Uh, the beach scene. Oh, okay. Because <gasps> there wasn't anything really funny happening there, and it was kind of disconnected from the rest of the movie. Okay, I can I can see that. Yeah, I mean it's it's I mean it's connected in that it's surreal and like right. It, it is building off of a subplot that's happening, but but yeah, it gets it gets a little serious there towards the end. Right. The, two of the main characters. Right. Um, or two of the main supporting characters. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the main character is Dolph. He's the guy that yeah lost his dog and goes to work at the rainy office. Right. And uh, and I think. I think the re- the movie really takes shape and like solidifies itself as amazing once uh, Dolph comes into contact <laughs> with Master Chang. Master Chang is great. Yeah, and <laughs> uh, I love that actor anyway. Yeah, was uh, it, was he in RoboCop? Uh, I don't think he was in RoboCop. No. Man, what do I know him from? Uh, he's been in a ton of things. Uh, his he's, name is William Fitchner. He's a bad guy, isn't he? He's kind of a bad guy. Uh, he was, uh, most recently seen by me yesterday when I went to see The Lone Ranger. Oh, nice. He, he played, uh, one of the main bad guys, uh, Butch Cavendish. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, uh, he's gonna be in Elysium coming up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I've seen him as, like, a bad guy in a bunch of Yeah, stuff. he's been a bad guy in some stuff, and, and uh, yeah, he's just kind of one of those dudes, you know? You're like, oh, there's that Guy yeah, yeah. And uh, he's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I've always liked him in pretty much everything I've ever seen him in, but never anything like this. This is great. He was so good. <laughs> yeah. 
I want to read his book. He's got a book called What's it called? I don't remember. Yeah, it's about it's about how to. Okay, can we despoil who this guy is in the movie? Okay. Um, basically, he goes. He 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 realizes that eventually pet owners get sort of, you know, emotionally, emotionally detached. Yeah, a little, yeah, yeah, you know, from their pets, like it. It just wears away after a while. You don't really appreciate them, maybe. Right. And so he preemptively kidnaps pets before the owners have lost interest. And then... And I, I, I don't think he... Well, like, we never really find out. He doesn't ransom them back, does he? No, he gives them back. He gives them back. Just yeah. As, like, some sort of self-help. Yeah, he, he sort of arranges, uh, like, a way for the, the owner and the, the pet to reunite. Right. Uh, and, uh... Thereby strengthening their bond. Right. Yeah. Uh, what I'm gathering from this movie is that usually when it happens, uh, the owner has no idea that their pet has been kidnapped. Okay. It's, it's what I'm gathering. Oh, I, I see. Yeah. And the only reason that it happens in this movie is because something goes wrong. Something goes wrong where they can't get Paul the dog back to Dolph the right. owner. Okay, and that's that's when Chang reveals himself. Okay, that yeah. makes that makes yeah. sense because yeah, we don't really see Chang's day to day business as usual right. affairs. We just see the fucked up one with with Paul, right? Yeah, Paul and Dolph, and it is so amazing. <laughs> it's so good. What a great idea! And then so he gives Dolph this book that sort of. Uh, it's supposed to enlighten the pet owner about how to um, reach all these different phases of uh, connection, like psychic connection to your pet. Right. So he can sort of uh, like have have a a dreamlike, a waking dreamlike experience where he's reunited with the pet. Right. And then maybe sort of uh, like you know find a way to to find him, you know, through his mental connection. <laughs> And and you're like, if you hear that that plotline, you're like, well, that sounds kind of just dumb, you know. But it's so amazing the way it's done. <laughs> <laughs> there's just so many good characters, like that Indiana Jones detective. I forget, I forget his name. Uh, Rodney. Ro- yeah, Ron- Ronnie. 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 Yeah, I think it was Ronnie. The the top level detective. Yeah. Here. <laughs> Uh, there's the uh, the pizza girl. Uh, oh yeah, Emma. She Emma. works at Jesus uh, Organic. Jesus pizza. Organic Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I think I I ate an organic pizza today. Sort of. Yeah, you did, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? No. I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, I would guess she's like our third main character, or. or, or you know, she's the love interest. She's the love interest, sort of. Yeah, sort of. Uh, then there's the gardener, uh, Victor. Victor. He's uh, probably my second favorite character. Oh, he's pretty great too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he plays a pretty big part too. You don't. Like, oh yeah. At first you're like, oh, there's just this gardener in this scene here. Right. But no, watch that gardener, folks. Oh yeah, he is. He plays a big role. Oh yeah. He is key to this movie, <laughs> sort of. As much as anything could be. Right, yeah. Uh, and just, oh man, it's just full of just little weird things that happen that 
I mean, like to talk about most of it is just to sort of ruin the experience yeah, of this movie. Yeah, exactly. Because it's also and and like, and this was a theme, a huge theme, in uh, Rubber, and like, and they mention it in this movie, randomness. Uh-huh. Um, they mention the word random, and like, I don't know if you remember the whole speech about random and Rubber. No, I can't. Or you know, he's like, you know, he the the guy's like talking to us, the viewer, he like turns right. to us, and he's like, you know, why does this happen? Totally random, you know, right. and, uh, and, and then wrong. Like they mentioned random, so I think that's like some sort of theme that that uh, Quentin, the director, is trying to get across is like just his uh, his love of the random, right? But at least you know he is doing it in such an entertaining oh, way. Oh yeah, yeah. It's and not just like it's not like some college film where it's just random right, like, right. footage that doesn't make sense. Which is honestly what I equate like the uh, the Salvador Dali thing to. Yeah, it's just random but pointless. Uh, I, it's been like ten years since I've seen it, but I remember it being at least funny. Like you know, I mean, I didn't ever watch it a second time. But yeah, it was on Netflix for a while, so I watched it on that. It's like ten minutes off. All right. And I was like, yeah, you because know, I've seen the uh, the image of the woman getting her eyeballs sliced open with the razor blade. Oh, yeah. So you know, it's like, well, what's this from? Yeah. Right. So, like, is this an episode of Who's the Boss? Right. Uh, you know, it's about as funny as an episode of Who's the Boss. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I said. They tried to be funny. <laughs> I yeah, I haven't seen it in so long. I don't have to watch it again. But I mean, I do love surreal stuff, but only if it's if it's like wrong, you know, where it's right. just so no, it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like only if it's it's made from a, a place of fun instead of like pretentious, right? And, you know, like like trying to pretend as if it's something more heady than it really is, right? Know, like that's just boring. Yeah, I, I definitely do not get that from from this or rubber. Not at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like like there's like a small like like a very minute area of preachiness, I think. But I think it is just from, like, what you said. It's just, like, the embracing of random. Yeah. Which is, you know, awesome. It's like the Church of Dada. Right, yeah. Like if, you yeah. Gotta, if you have to have a church, it might as well be Dada. Right. Um, fuck. <laughs> I just forgot everything I was going to say. Um, I'm sure it was random. Ooh. No, but, but also, at the same time, uh, you know, between, you know, this and rubber... Uh, I mean, I mean, it is surreal, and it is you know just embracing of random things, and there are things that just happen in the movie with no explanation and no reason, and it's still awesome. But you know, at the same time, like you know, it gets us from point A to point B. Yeah, you know, yeah. like like if this is a movie with a plot. Right. Of sorts. Right. Yeah. You know, it's a story, and you're watching it, and you, you, at least this one, I think, uh, is where uh, Rubber sort of faltered. Uh, with this one, we have characters that you do actually care about, yeah. and you're, you're invested in them and want to see the outcome of I, what happens to them. I think that's what makes this one better for me than, right. than Rubber. Because in Rubber, all we have is a tire that kills things. <laughs> and it's pretty great. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. You should see Rubber. Yeah. Uh, but but definitely check out wrong. Oh my gosh, the, the the main guy too. I swear he reminds me so much of uh, Edward Norton's character in Fight Club, just like kind of confused and like 
you know, he's not really sure. Put upon. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And, and he looks like him, too. Yeah, but, but he has that, like, Nicolas Cage, uh, the Raisin Arizona era mustache. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a great mustache. <laughs> and, and just that guy has so many, like, cartoony, exaggerated facial features, but not in a, like, overdone Jim Carrey way, but right. just in a, like, Subtle one. Yeah. yeah, like quirky and subtle at the same time. I think almost everyone in this movie uh, has like a great face and a look to them. Right. You know, like, like everyone's not just stoically handsome or anything like that. You know, everyone has... It's like Twin Peaks. Yeah. Like everybody, yeah. Just, everybody looks like a character before they even begin speaking. Right, right. You know, you're like, oh, this guy, what is he going to do? <laughs> or what's she up to? Like yeah, even with the, the the love interest, we we only hear her voice before you know we actually see her, and just from that exchange, like like she's already a person. Yeah, there's a whole scene where she's just a, a voice on the phone, right? And you're like, wow, this character's awesome. Yeah, and then when you see her, like like she's pretty, but like at the same time, you know, she's got this this backstory already, right? Yeah, yeah. so you're already completely invested in that, and yeah. it, it's just great. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't uh, want to talk too much more about this because I, yeah, I really think yeah the fun of it is like seeing it happen. And right. Like, if you're listening to this and and you uh, find our, our uh, I'm saying this with air quotes reviews, uh, you know, you know, uh, you know, you, you you enjoy our recommendations or you you think that we have uh, you know a good idea of what what is good and what isn't you know based on. Everything else that we've done, uh, you know, just yeah, just go see Rubber. Or yeah. not uh, wrong, because yeah. you know it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you are not wrong. No, recommend uh, yeah, highly recommended. Such a fun movie. Yeah, and bizarre. <laughs> it's bizarre. Like it's not something for everybody. Obviously, oh, yeah, yeah. Like if you're like you know you're on a first date and you're like I don't really know this girl. <laughs> Maybe uh. I mean, you know, I mean, maybe that would be a really good, like, true test right at the beginning, like, what, she, what she withstands and enjoys, but, right. but, yeah, this is not, this is an, an odd film, for sure. Yeah. I will say this, if you did see Rubber, then definitely see this. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, if you kind of liked Rubber, yeah. this is a next level. <laughs> I will punch you. <laughs> That's one of the phrases I'm not allowed to say in the Better Trash Studios. <laughs> Oh, yeah. right. Uh, yeah, well, we'll, we'll just take a break because, sure. yeah, we will spoil the shit out of this otherwise, <laughs> and, yeah. and we probably already said too much. Yeah, but there's so much more. That oh, there is say. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah, there's there's a lot more. Yeah. Well, then we'll uh, take a break and we'll be back.
welcome back to Gutter Trash. <clears throat> We're here. We're talking about stuff. Yeah. So, <laughs> we should talk about another movie we watched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should. You shared with me something. <laughs> Besides gonorrhea. Yeah. But not not completely dissimilar. <laughs> <laughs> As far as the quality, uh, yeah, we watched last night. We we did some drawing and uh, we watched Bird Dimmick. <laughs> Shock and awe. Shock and terror. Shock and terror. Yeah. Yeah, we did. This is my <laughs> second time seeing that movie. That's, inc- that's incredible, right there. Uh, but the first time I saw it was uh, Riff Tracks version. The Mr. Science Theater fellows. Yeah, it's three of the guys from uh, MST3K. And uh, I saw it in the theater with, uh, I believe I saw it with my friend Amanda. Uh, because apparently when I go to uh, the Rift Tracks showings, I either go with Joe or Amanda, or both. Yeah. And I can't remember which ones were which. <laughs> right. uh, um, but yeah, I saw, I'm pretty sure it was with Amanda where I saw Birdemic. Bird shock and terror. Now, how, how old of a film is that? Uh, 2007? 2008? Okay. Uh, I can uh, double check. So it's relatively new. Yeah, and then within under 10 years for sure. Right. Uh, yeah, looking it up. It is uh, something else, that movie. It's possibly the worst movie ever. 2010. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, but... Lord knows when it was actually filmed. Because <laughs> uh, it was, uh, like, I recall reading about it that it's definitely one of those that, uh, you know... Uh, took a while. Yeah, it took, you know, just like well, a, a weekend here, a weekend there. Probably for the, the digital effects alone, it <laughs> took a, a year <laughs> in post, you know. <laughs> That, like, the digital effects, it looks like something like, say you watch, you know, like a Saturday Night Live or some other skit show where they have some sort of short digital, or not a digital, but just like a short, uh, you know, like, not a live piece, but like something they've filmed. Right. And they, and they are trying to make fun of something and they like put in digital effects to look purposefully cheesy. It, it was, it was exactly that. Yeah. But that was like... On purpose. That was what they were yeah. doing. Yeah, yep. that was how they were doing it for the film. It was like, it was unfathomably <clears throat> cheesy looking effects. Like, it's pretty like, awful. Like I feel like if we decided right now at nine p.m. to have some effects done by the time you know I leave here tonight, <laughs> we could have probably come up with at least as good, if not better. Right. You know. <laughs> yeah. just, just here with your laptop. <laughs> Yeah, probably. I mean, they do look like just animated GIFs, you know, but worse. Yeah, because, because, like, it lingers on them. Like, like, they'll do their GIF thing, they'll do their one move. Right. And then the camera stays on for, like, another 30 seconds. Yep. And then it just pauses in the air. Oh, wow. As the actors interact with them. Yeah, air quotes. And also air quotes around actors. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a lot of air quotes. But, <laughs> this but, entire movie is an air quote. But it was fun. 
I mean, it's oh, because it's so terrible. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. It's up there with the uh, like the room and Zardoz and yeah. I mean some terrible fucking movies. Oh yeah, I mean I even have to give credit to Zardoz, you know, over this movie. <laughs> For effects and well, just way. even you know what it was trying to do. Yeah, yeah. it's it's initial like yeah, grand. Right. Scheme, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, because Zardoz is fucking ridiculous, but it was uh, ambitious at least. Exactly. Yeah, and it was also made by professionals who had made. Award-winning movies, you that know, is bizarre. Prior so, to that, you know. they just got a hold of some bad drugs or something. <laughs> but yeah, what's the excuse for the people behind Birdemic? Uh, just no money. Yeah, yeah, and no but talent. No talent. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's the thing. You can make a low-budget movie with terrible effects and terrible acting, and still be okay if you have a good enough script. Yeah. But yeah, this had nothing. No, yeah, no. this has nothing going for it, yeah. except for, of course, Ms. Tippy Hedren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's credited as being in this film. Yep, I think somebody's watching one of her old movies on TV. That seems like borderline illegal to include her in the cast. Absolutely, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that'd be like saying, you know, like, oh, we found a movie that has Frank Sinatra in it. And right. It's just me and you film something where one of us is watching. Yeah, right. one of his old movies. <laughs> I think we should film a movie at GameSwap and say that it stars, like, you know, Alice Cooper and yeah. uh, Tracy Lords <laughs> right. and Bruce Campbell, right. just because we see posters in the background. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, like, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Whatever else is in the hall. Oh, hey. He Man's in it. Huh? He Man's yeah. in it, too. Speaking of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, that uh, the guy playing Master Chang is going to be playing Splinter in the new Michael Bay Teenage Mutant wow. Ninja Turtles movie. Wow. I hope he, uh, if he's half as good at mystical abilities in the Turtles, it'll be quite amazing. Yeah, wow. Birdemic, though. A whole different kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah. An unintended awesome. <laughs> And we also watched uh, 10 minutes of Batman and Robin just before uh, yeah. coming here to podcast. Yeah, that's true. That was also awesome. The Mr. Freeze scene, which I had never seen before. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I, I saw like 15 minutes of that movie once in a hotel somewhere. And uh, I think I saw like a Poison Ivy scene. Um, but yeah, I never saw the, the hockey slash uh, diamond thief theft scene. <laughs> it was incredible. It was movie is way better than The Dark Knight. <laughs> I disagree. I have You're to wrong. disagree. You're wrong. You can be wrong with an opinion. Can you? <laughs> yeah. Especially when it has something to do with how bad a Joel Schumacher movie is. Joel Schumacher <laughs> makes good movies. I'm sure he's made a couple good ones. Yeah. Batman Forever. Batman and Robin. <laughs> Flatliners. Flatliners. I do like that one. Um, that may be it. I think Flatliners is probably the only one I legitimately like. Don't you like The Lost Boys? Is that him? Yeah. Well, sure. I like that one too. That movie's terrible. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got a nostalgia for it. Maybe that's part of part of it. Uh, speaking of nostalgia, I've uh, seen a bunch of movies with uh, um, a nostalgic. Uh, uh, I've seen a lot of movies that I believe are supposed to instill nostalgia in me. Yeah. 
uh, in the past two days or so. Uh, I haven't. Uh, <clears throat> and, because uh, uh, today, the sci-fi, uh, again, I'm at my parents' house this weekend, so I'm just watching cable. Yeah. Uh, you go for it. Huh? I so said, you go for it. Yeah. That'll stop tonight, and I'll just rely on Netflix for the rest of the week, but... Um, sci-fi had a Batman movie marathon, uh, which is why we watched 10 minutes of Batman and Robin. <laughs> they showed uh, the previous three before that. Hey, excuse me. Jesus. Organic pizza. <laughs> um, yeah, they're really fast. They're really yeah. fast. Yeah. Uh, so I was watching the first Batman and Batman Returns, and, like, I haven't seen those movies in a while, like, probably six or seven years or so, uh, and, and I still really like them, you know, and, uh, you know, it got me thinking that yesterday I watched at the movie theater The Lone Ranger, as I mentioned earlier, and, uh, like, there are defenders of that movie uh, who are saying that people who did not like the movie uh, didn't like it because it's uh, you know, they're just fans of the old TV show and uh, you know, you're just like, yeah, it's different, so you just didn't like it because it's different right? yeah. and then, because, you know you know, the feeling of nostalgia is, is you know, supposed to like, don't fuck with my memories right, right, so. yeah, that kind of thing um and, I mean, when I was a little kid, I liked The Lone Ranger a lot. Uh, you know, I, I had the toys, and uh, I'm pretty sure I saw some of the cartoons, and I'm pretty sure I saw, like, you know, some of the old TV shows. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, but, like, I can't remember any of that. Uh, I do remember watching the 1981 Legend of the Lone Ranger movie a couple times with my parents uh, when I was, like, you know, three or four or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I still never saw that. I'd like to see it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I liked it when I was three or four. You know, for all intents and purposes, though, it's uh, terrible. Uh, and I, I've never seen it since. Um, so, you know, my, my love of the Lone Ranger comes from a place where I don't know why I love the Lone Ranger. Uh, but, but it's always been like a thing that I've held an interest in. He's a classic. Yeah, he's a classic character, and, and you know, sort of, you know, along with Superman, I think one of those, you know, just classic American icons. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you know, and I read the the Dynamite comic, like the first one that came out uh, like a couple years ago, something like that. Right. Like the first ten or twelve issues, and I really liked them. They were really good. <clears throat> um, so I went to see this movie, uh, and uh, it's 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 a turd. It is a turd. It is a turd without memories. And, uh... Uh, but it's... Not because I have any kind of, like, misguided nostalgia for it, though. It's just bad. Yeah. You know, and... You know, because, yeah, like, I read this one positive review for the movie saying, like, people who hate it, you know, they're just, you know, the nostalgia thing, and they're burnt out on Johnny Depp movies, and, you know, uh... You know, and then, like, some other excuse. And I was like, I'm none of those. Like, I don't care about Johnny Depp movies. I've seen two in the past ten years, I think. Right. You know, and this makes the third one, uh, maybe. Right. You know, like, like... So it's not like you're burnt out. 
Yeah, like you know, uh, I think Johnny Depp's a fine actor. Yeah, you know, when when he makes good movies, right? Uh, uh, I mean, uh, I saw Dark Shadows and this one, and I can't remember another one that I've seen of him. You didn't see the Alice in Wonderland or anything? Nope. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I can't even remember a third Johnny Depp movie that I've seen right. you know, in, in the last ten years. Uh, uh, so you know, clearly, I don't. You know, it's mostly just because I don't have too much of an interest in any of the movies. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think ill of him. I think he's a fine actor mm-hmm. when I see him and stuff. Um, so it was just he was just. Like, the whole thing was bad. The whole thing was bad, yeah. Not just him, but, like, the story, everything. Everything was bad about it. I See, I haven't seen it, and I don't plan to unless maybe on DVD. Right. Uh, I mean, yeah, I I could not think of a thing to recommend it uh, about it, you know? Like, like, and it's full of good actors. Right. You know, like, Johnny Depp is, is, you know, a fine actor. Uh, William Fitchner is in it. Uh, Tom Wilkinson, who uh, was uh, you know, he's a British right. character actor. Um, you know, Barry Pepper is in it. Uh, there's a woman in it by the name of Ruth Wilson. She's been a, uh, uh, in a show called Luther that I really like. Uh, and uh, the guy playing the Lone Ranger, I've never seen him in a thing. Right. Uh, I know that at one point in time he was supposed to play Batman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, but you know, just the story is just chaotic and doesn't have a tone, like you know, not not a single tone. You know, like like set in stone. Like this is what this movie is. Right. It's just all over the place. Right. You know, and it's two and a half hours, which is about an hour too long. Uh, yeah, that is surprising that it's two and a half hours. Yeah. Uh, you know, like it, at points it wants to be a wacky comedy. You know, kind of a, just a spoof of the Lone Ranger, which would be fine if that's what it was. Right. You know, and like, you know, this is exactly what this movie is. But, you know, then at other times it's a supernatural horror movie. You know, and then there's just weird shit like cannibal bunny rabbits. Oh, see, that sounds cool. <laughs> And of course, then, that's from uh, that's from Monty Python as well, right? Yeah. Uh, then, like you know, like it's just you know, at other times it's just you know, nonstop action, but almost to the point where it becomes dulling, right? You know, like, like it's just too much, right? Yeah, and then just you know, a lot of just stupid shit thrown in there. It's like they, you know. Uh, it's like they had seven different scripts, and then they're just like, "Well, fuck, we gotta like yeah. fit all these things together." Yeah, like I like this part of this one, right? Right. Uh, yeah. it treats the Lone Ranger like he's just a cowardly piece of shit. It yeah. just it just kind of looks like a train wreck. Oh, there's two of them in the movie. Yeah, two. Oh. And not kind of the movie itself. This there's three. <laughs> There's the one that starts at the beginning and ends at the end. Right. Yeah. Yep. That's too bad. Literally. That's exactly <laughs> what happens. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, you know, I wish it was cool. I oh, wish yeah. it was cool, too, because I would love to see Lone Ranger movies. Because, mm-hmm. again... I know, you know, it's weird, though. I know Jeremy that works with me. 
um, before the movie was even out, he was pointing out that, um, like, there was an article, he showed me this on the Wednesday that it came out, there was an article online saying it opens to a, a terrible weekend, and, like, it was before the weekend, you know, it was, right. like, talking about how poorly it did. Well, it opened on July 3rd, which was a Wednesday. Yeah. And also the Wednesday before the July 4th, which is one of the busiest days at a movie theater. Right. But, it, but it's, like, criti- critics were already, like, you know, saying how horrible it was doing. And yeah. so he was, like, he was upset. He was, like, oh, he's like no one's going to give it a chance. And he went and he saw it, and he actually really liked it. Mm-hmm. But I haven't talked to him about, you know, what he liked about it. He just said, you know, oh, it was fun, and I liked it. Yeah. But uh, I think he's the only person that I've heard, heard, you know, heard say it was good. Right. Uh, I know our friend Matt Brasher liked it, and I know our friend Kathleen Coyle also liked it. I, I know that lady. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I am here to tell you that I did not like it, yeah. and that uh, they might all be wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's cool if they found something to enjoy, but it, it, it sounds bad, right? And, and it looked bad to me. Like yeah. like a year ago when I saw the trailer, I was like, "Oh, that looks bad," you know? Right? Um, yeah, yeah. And that's not even getting into the whole, you know, is Johnny Depp's portrayal of Tonto racist or not? You yeah. know. <laughs> He said he's like, what, 136th Indian or something? something like that, and I think it was uh, the studio heads uh, rushing to him and saying, quick, say something! Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm Native American, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I loved Lone Ranger when I was a kid. I had the toy. Just, just all I had was Lone Ranger and Tonto. I didn't have, like, the horse and yeah. all the play sets and all that, but I fucking loved them. It was one of my favorites. It was G.I. Joe's size. Yep. I had uh, I had those, uh, Ranger and Tonto, and I had Silver and Scout. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I couldn't even told you Scout's name. Yeah. I'm Scout. guessing that's Tonto's horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I loved the show, too, the old black and white TV show. Yeah, I don't ever remember watching it. I'm sure I did, but couldn't really tell you a thing about it. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, like, I like those old characters, I like, you know, the... Pulpy kind of... Yeah, yeah. And, like, you know, and then, it's weird, because I liked the Green Hornet, you know, a lot, uh, you know, the movie, that that just came out a couple years ago, and, you know, that got critically panned, and and it was not successful, but I I loved it, because I thought it was a ton of fun, but at the same time, like, from the very beginning of the movie... And just from the fact that it's starring Seth Rogen, right. I mean, you you already know that you're going into you know already a comedic take on the character, right. and, and the tone of it is consistent throughout, and like it was what it was, and you know, and also you know I don't have as much nostalgia for a Green Hornet that I would for like a Lone Ranger, so right. maybe that's playing a part. So you don't mind if they fuck with it a little, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't even mind if they fuck with an origin, you know. Right. Uh, you know, it's just. Get it right somewhere. Right. You know? Yeah. Keep it consistent. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I still haven't seen the Green Hornet either. You'd probably hate it. You think I would? Maybe. See, yeah, I like, uh, what's his name that directed it? Uh, uh, Michelle Gondry. Yeah, I like yeah. him. Um, but, I don't know. Yeah. The trailer just didn't look like something I would enjoy. Right. I don't know why. I don't, I don't know. Uh, all I know is, uh, I mean, yeah, me and Joe saw it at the theater because uh, it was a sneak preview. We reviewed it here on Gunner Trash. Go yeah. find that episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and, yeah, we both loved it. Yeah. yeah. Huh. They all rent it. Yeah. I, I, I mean, you'd have to watch it at my house, but I do have a copy. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Because it's on the Blu-ray. Uh, yeah, have the Blu-ray. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm... Yeah, just disappointed about the Lone Ranger. There's like one or two decent parts to it. Yeah, I just needed to find a consistent tone. It needed to be about an hour shorter. Right, you should have totally asked for your money back after that one. <laughs> I've heard people do that sometimes. snuck into that movie I saw for free. Because <laughs> I'm a criminal. Oh. And it's funny, I, I like, uh, this this older, I mean, not older, like, she's not, like, 80 or anything, but this this lady who's probably in her around the late 50s, early 60s that I work with, uh, she was, like, she, she told me about some movie she snuck into last week. She's like, yeah, I went to one movie, and then she's like, well, I just decided to go See this other? Oh, she snuck into Superman. That's what it is. And uh, excuse me, Man of Steel. Man of Steel. Yeah. Right. And uh, and she said she only stayed for like half an hour, and she said she she snuck in. Didn't really get into it, so I left. Because it's not a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> and it shits all over the uh, idea and legacy of Superman because DC Comics are ashamed of what they have. <laughs> well, wouldn't you be? <laughs> and that's that, and honestly, that's part of the thing with the Lone Ranger. It's like, you know, you know... Well, we can't make them all, like, do-goody. Right. We can't make it all classic. Well, they make the character himself, like, do-goody, but then build the rest of the movie around him to just make fun of that. Okay. You know? It's like the Aquaman thing. Kinda. Like, like yeah, they, they just, you know, he's like, you know, the Lone Ranger refuses to kill, and he won't shoot his gun except in the last resort, except for the last 20 minutes of the movie where all he's doing is shooting guns. <laughs> but, like, you know... Uh, yeah, he'll, like, you know... And, like, the old Lone Ranger, he would shoot to just disarm, usually. You know? Right. Uh, you know, as painlessly as possible. And then, then here, like, he he tries to do that, and then it just all goes comically wrong! Oh, and, no. uh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like, you know, you can do whatever you want as long as you get the character, you know, right. like yeah. the core basics of it. And, like, Man of Steel didn't do that. And, but... You know, oddly, you know, uh, the the four Tim Burton, Joel Schumacher Batmans kind of do, you know, <laughs> right. to varying degrees of success. Yeah. But, you know. And, and uh, you know, even the Green Hornet also got the basic of the character, you know. Right. You know, he's a vigilante who's pretending to be a criminal, but at the same time he's, you know, fighting crime while pretending to be crime. Yeah. See, I don't know anything about Green Hornet. Yeah, all. that was a shtick. He was... Okay. Uh, uh, everybody thought he was a uh, like a crime lord, but he was actually just uh, working from the inside. Yeah, okay. Huh. So he would like rob from the thieves, that sort of thing. Uh, uh yeah. Or, uh, or steal from the thieves. I guess. Like he would just become like part of the the crime gangs or whatever, and yeah, you just uh, infiltrate and infiltrate, and then like you know turn them all into the police or whatever. You know, okay. so he's a snitch. Yeah, sort of. Huh. <laughs> he, he is a snitch. I don't like him. <laughs> Nobody likes someone that sings. <laughs> He's a rat. They should have called him the green rat. Yeah. <laughs> Dirty hornet. <laughs> so, yeah. You did see an awesome movie, though. Other than Wrong. Other than Wrong? Yeah. It's called Pacific Rim. Yeah, I've heard a lot about that one. Yeah, yeah. Good yeah. things. Yeah. Good things. 
Uh, yeah, that's the that's the movie I paid to go see yesterday. <laughs> and then when that was done, I decided, oh, I got nothing else to do the rest of the day. I'll just go see Green Lone Ranger. Maybe, maybe the cosmos is telling you, if you pay, we will show you a good movie. Yeah. If you sneak in, you get shit. <laughs> <laughs> Except that uh, the last time I did something like this, I paid to see Looper, which I did not enjoy, and snuck in to see Seven Psychopaths, which I loved. <laughs> oh. But see, now the Seven Psychopaths ticket sales don't reflect your, uh, you know, your enjoyment. <laughs> you should go back and be like, I actually, you know, instead of seeing Looper, I actually just went to see Seven Psychopaths, so you can just switch that. You know, because don't tell them you saw both. Right, yeah. And, you know, that way it'll re- reflect. It was like a year ago. Yeah. I'm not going to do anything like that. Uh, but yeah, Pacific Rim, highly recommended. It was just a fun bombastic movie. You know, just, just giant robots fighting monsters. Yeah, seems cool. What else do you need? Is there a kind of story? There's definitely a story yeah. full of super likable characters. Sweet. Uh, you know, it's, it's got a real heart to it. You know, I kind of teared up in a couple places. Right, right. It's, uh, it's Guillermo del Toro, and, and that's awesome. He's pretty good. And, did, uh, did you see it in 3D? No. IMAX? No. Just regular old, regular old 2D. The way God intended. <laughs> Didn't uh, Guillermo del Toro intend it in 3D, though? Uh, yeah, but fuck that. Yeah. It's a fucking gimmick. I won't yeah. do it. Yeah. I won't do it. Because uh, uh, yeah, movies are fine in 2D. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I mean, there's a couple instances where I enjoyed scenes in 3D quite a bit. But right. overall, I would just prefer to see the whole thing in 2D. Right. I mean, yeah, there's like I could see like during the big battle scenes, like oh that would have been awesome. Right. But you know, I mean, it was fine. It was perfectly right. fine without yeah. it. Yeah. Plus, as dudes with glasses, they haven't they haven't quite got it, so it's really comfortable. Exactly. You know, like, yeah. I either have to take my glasses off and everything's a little blurry and in 3D, right? Or I have to put them on top of my glasses and like most of the screen is 3D, right? You're and just, just constantly yeah. adjusting, right? right. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's just a little. Maybe in a couple of years when they fix that. Right. But, like, you know, like my ex-girlfriend, she can't see 3D movies because uh, she has an eye that doesn't work with her other eye. And so 3D doesn't work because her eyes don't work in concert with each other. Right. So, you know, I mean, and, and she's clearly not the only person who has that problem, yeah. you know. Yeah. Huh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and also 2D is cheaper. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's great. It's got Rod Perlman in it. Uh, Idris, uh, Idris Elba. Oh, that's uh, awesome that Ron Perlman's in it. Maybe between scenes he was like going, so what about that third Hellboy before I get to be 80 years old? Right, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Constantly talking about what if. Yeah, they yeah. should totally do it. Oh, uh, they totally should, yeah. Charlie Day is in it. Oh, well. Yeah, yeah from really? uh, All of a Sudden. Well, yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. Does he play a human? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, I mean, there's like monsters. I don't know, maybe he's a monster voice. Yeah, nobody, nobody, monsters don't talk. <laughs> I've seen Monsters Godzilla Inc. Godzilla doesn't talk. Monsters Inc. John Goodman, <laughs> look it up. IMDb. <laughs> was Billy Crystal one of the monsters in this movie? Yes, he was the main monster. <laughs> the big guy? Oh, I love him. <laughs> he was the guy. Yeah, that's cool. And Peter Cullen did the voice of the robot. <laughs> oh. Was Sean Connery the dragon? Yes. Yes. Sweet. <laughs> so not 
about time you reprised that role. My letters have paid off. <laughs> I am the lost dragon. <laughs> and Val Kilmer as Kit. <laughs> well, let's see. Oh, there you go. Oh, that was a thing. Yeah, I know. Okay. okay. In this movie. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I recommend you go see Wrong first, and then you can go see Pacific Rim. Okay. Actually, no, I recommend you go see Pacific Rim, because uh, that is in theaters, and it needs help. Well, maybe I'll go see it. Maybe I'll go see it. You should. You should, uh, with uh, your last couple of uh, free days. I do have a... Well, I have a lot of chores. I have to... You don't have any chores. I, dude, this is crazy. Like, I had, to, I had to dig up my diploma, like my high school diploma. I have to have proof that I... I have a high school diploma. Uh-huh. I have to uh, get some paperwork notarized at a bank or something. I have to. Uh, I mean, I'm not complaining because like I'm excited about all this, right. but it's just weird the amount of stuff because I'm so used to these garage sale type jobs that right. I've had over the years. Even um, the one, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, I got to get a drug test. I got to get um, fingerprinting. Uh, How's that gonna go for I'm, you? I'm fine. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited. So yeah, I only have a week left. I have one day tomorrow. It's my last day at Week Eric's. Yeah. And I've got three more days at Mavericks. Yeah. And I'm out. That's exciting. It is exciting. Mm-hmm. I think Mavericks. you can still squeeze in the movie between all that. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But I have to work. I have to work all day Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Right. So I'd have to do it Tuesday, Thursday morning. Right. Yeah. Go for it. So, yeah. Do it. Maybe I will. Do it. Maybe if there's a if there's a ten a.m. of that, I will. It might not be. It's like an eleven twenty, maybe at real. It's kind of close. Yeah. I have a bunch of shit I need to do. <sighs> I gotta go to urgent care and get a physical. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. Okay. They they want me to. That's weird. They're paying for it. Well, it's fine. But hey, it's anytime weird. someone pays to have someone stick something in my ass. I'm down. Yeah, mm. Yeah, you can go see it Sunday, next Sunday. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. That's a possibility. Yeah. I'm sure your lady would probably want to see it again. If she does, though, she said that she's going to... Well, no, she did see it in 3D. I yeah. Think. Great. Okay. I've heard people say... Um, I, heard, I talked to two different people at Mavericks that said if they saw it a second time, they'd go for the 3D. Uh, if I see it a second time, which I probably will, I will see it in 2D again. Mm-hmm. Because, fuck that. So next time you have to go to the Lone Ranger and pay for a ticket, and then sneak into the Pacific Rim. No. <laughs> I'm not giving <laughs> any of my money to the Lone Ranger. Probably. <laughs> oh, it's as bad as all that. I did not enjoy it at all. It's terrible. How was was the like crazy train just train wreck scene? Was it cool looking? Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah, nothing. Uh, like I think the fugitive did a better train wreck scene. Right. You know, Twenty years ago. Right. Yeah. <laughs> With for like a fraction of the cost. Yeah, probably. That, that's what drives me crazy. Whenever these studios and filmmakers spend like millions of dollars on something, and and they don't even do it as well as someone. With like models and, right. and fireworks, you know, yeah, like, like that. Like I don't mind if they're gonna go all out and like, like you know, like the day after tomorrow in twenty twelve. I love that kind of stuff, right? But if it's something like 
you know, blockbuster that they just have a train wreck or something, and yeah, you're like, you know, it looked better in the Fugitive. That, and that's like depressing. It's like why? Right. Why couldn't they do better? You know. Right. Uh, you know, I know, I don't know the full story or anything like that, but um, I do know Guillermo del Toro prefers, you know, to use as much practical effects as he possibly can. Right. Yeah, I know Pacific Rim was, you know, super expensive as well. But, I mean, it seemed like whenever he could, there was, you know, practical effects. Mm-hmm. Like, like, there's a couple times where the monsters look like they're guys in suits. Right. You know, fighting robots who are just guys in suits. That'd be so cool. It looks awesome. What a job. That yeah. Is. That'd be so awesome. Isn't it so weird how, like, like, I mean, I, I realize it's partially the, like, the fact that it's a monster fighting a robot, um, but thinking of that being a job versus the job of, like, the guy in the chicken suit that stands in, in front of the <laughs> department, department staff, vacancies and waves. Right. Like, you know, either one is just some guy in a dumb suit, but it's like, I wouldn't do the chicken suit thing at no, all. Would I? Yeah. But, but I would do the other simulating. thing. Yeah, but I would do the other thing for free. Oh, sure. Yeah. I might even pay to do Cause, it. Because at that point, you're participating in art. Yeah. <laughs> well, even if they don't film it, you know? <laughs> like, it's just like, if it's just, like, in a warehouse somewhere and there's, like, you know, a fake city. I would pay a hundred dollars to dress up like a monster for an hour and just destroy that city. Right. I would totally do that. That seems ridiculous. I mean, maybe I would, if I, I would want a like a digital photo at okay. least or something you know, for, <laughs> for memory's sake. But that would be so much fun. That's what we should do. Open a studio like that. No, I'm good. No. Yeah. I think we'd have better success with our pet kidnapping uh, <laughs> company. Well, there's already one. Out there. Well, <laughs> we, we would have to do ransom or something though, because well, they're not making any money. Uh, well, I, mean, I, I think the books is. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, well, so people are so excited that he's like, "Oh, read my book." Right. Yeah. You know, yeah maybe. I don't know. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. I got nothing else really going on. Yeah. Me neither. Me neither. All right. Uh, you should uh, probably tell me a comic that I should read. Oh yeah. Well, I read uh, two graphic novels this week, and I was trying to decide which one to pick. Yeah. And uh, one of them was by a cartoonist that we've already reviewed one of his books in the last like year or two, and then the other one we haven't. So I think I'm. Well, I mean, obviously, I'm leaning towards the one we haven't because I brought it with me. I did, I did not bring the other one. Okay. Well, um, then why are we doing this? Well, well I was going <laughs> to tell you about the other one. I was going to tell you. About oh, okay. That. I read, uh, there's a new book by Jason, the okay. origin cartoonist, called Lost Cat, mm-hmm. which kind of ties into the movie we just saw today. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's uh, something I wanted to bring up. What's that? That wrong is, like, the polar opposite of Goliath, <laughs> despite yeah. having almost the same plot. Yeah, it really is. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like Goliath is the same plot, only it's one of the worst things we've ever seen. Uh-huh. And and wrong is the same plot, only it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy. And they're about cats and dogs. Yeah. 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 Just, they're the opposite. And Lost Cat, uh, the Jason book is, a, is about a, a lost cat. But in all his characters, uh, cats. Well, uh, that's the weird part, but there's like a little kitty. and uh, So and it's about a lost baby. <laughs> Well, no. And Jason? In, in that world, it's just a cat? Like, it's weird. Like, they, they don't... And, and the weird thing is, like, it's 
It's a super thick book. Like usually his his really thick books have like two or three stories in it, like the one we read. Right. This one's the same size, but it's one story. And not only that, but on like page five, he finds the lost cat. <laughs> and I was like, huh. <laughs> so, but it just goes from there, and it gets fucking crazy. There's like outlandish, like science fiction type things that happen, and like a lot of just deadpan comedy and noir. Well, let's read that. It one. was a really good book. Well, I already spoiled it for you that they found the cat. Um, so what's this bullshit you're gonna make me read instead? This one is a book by a dude I've been wanting to do a review of for a while. Oh, it's uh, <laughs> it's not a mini comic, don't worry. It doesn't matter. It's it's called Paul Joins the Scouts. It's by Michelle Robagliati. The uh, Quebecian cartoonist. Is it Quebecian? Uh, Quebecies? Uh, uh, they're not real people. He's, can, he's Canadian. So. <laughs> they're not real uh, people. <laughs> but yeah, Paul joins the Scouts. Huh. Just came out last week. Or two weeks ago, something like that. Why do you do this to me? <laughs> <laughs> Fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not going to try to defend them before we read it. Because That's fine. I might have to save up and do all the things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I can't veto it because I've never heard of this person or his work. Right. Her. Him. 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 Do. Right. Yeah. Sweet. I mean... I already don't like the fact that it's a French Canadian with an Italian name. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong. Maybe. It looks like we're huh. All right. And his first name is Michelle. Right. Yeah, that's, well, that's why Michelle Gondry. You know. yeah. yeah. It's French, right? Yeah. That's is that right. French? Michelle I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. At least of French origins. Mm-hmm. Much like a Quentin, what's his name? Yeah. I've seen two Michelle Gondry movies. Mm, Green Hornet and Eternal Sunshine? Yeah. Can't think of another one I've seen of his. Do you see Please Rewind? Nope. I've seen parts of it. Um, but not the whole thing. Did he, he did that other. Synecdic- was that him? No, that was Charlie Kaufman. It's yeah. Synecdoche. Or whatever. Synecdoche, New York. Yeah. Schenectoche. Yeah. That's it. I feel like there's something else Michelle Gondry did that I liked. I might just be thinking of, like, his White Stripes videos. No, okay. But, yeah, that's cool. Sweet. Paul joins the Scouts. Paul joins the Scouts. From Conundrum Press, go look for it, kids. All right. Marilyn. Yeah? We will read that and uh, talk about it next week. Sweet. All right. Back in the regular studio. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It'll probably be next Monday. Okay. Yeah, would be my guess. Cool. Sounds good. That way we can talk about your first day of work. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't start Monday. Don't tell Mavericks, though. <laughs> <laughs> I start Tuesday. <laughs> I'm taking a day off. Oh, well, then you can go see uh, Pacific Rim on that Monday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. There right. you go. Maybe I will. We'll talk about that. Yeah. All right, then. <laughs> uh, goodbye. Laters.
Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information, links to our Facebook and Twitter pages, and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.